We always find time for something that we find important. Listen to that again. We will always make time or find time for something that we feel, deeply believe is a true priority and something that we believe is really important. Sometimes we make those excuses, I don't have enough time or I'm too busy. But as you probably know from your own experience, sometimes these excuses work and sometimes they don't. Sometimes you will find time no matter how busy you are. And sometimes you will keep making those excuses. Hello, friend. I'm your host, Olena Mitrak, and this is the Spark Your Life podcast, a place where we go personal and way beneath the surface to learn how to be happy and successful both at the same time. No more need to compromise or choose one over the other. You can have it all. See this as your perfect coffee break podcast that will inspire you to go ahead and take that first step towards a truly exceptional and extraordinary life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Spark Your Life podcast. Or welcome if you are new here. And by the way, if you are new, please let me know how you found me and what made you give me a listen so I can create more valuable content for you. And before we dive deeper in today's episode, I would like to thank you all for all of your responses in regards to my question that I asked last week on the podcast and on Instagram about whether I should turn my podcast into more like a Q&A or a coaching sessions with you all so that you can ask your questions and I will answer them. It does look like this idea is a hit. You all loved it, and I'm so excited about it. I'm so thrilled because I love this idea so much as well, and I'm really happy that it resonated with you all. And going forward, this is what we're going to try. And I am actually going to add a link to the very quick form to the show notes of this episode and all the future episodes. So if you want to submit your question, your challenge, or your topic that you would like me to answer on the podcast, please use this form. Please use this link. It's just one question form and you can provide your name or it can be fully anonymous depending on how you prefer. I would love to hear your questions and I would love to be able to answer them and to help you. While I'm waiting for some of your questions to come in, I actually wanted today to dedicate a podcast episode to a topic that I was discussing with some follower on Instagram. She reached out to me a few weeks ago and she asked me about my workout routine, in particular, how I was able to make it consistent. She said that she used to work out, then she kind of fell out of it. Now she feels like it's time to go back, but she's worried that she will not be able to make it consistent because she never actually was able to make it consistent. She tried a few times, but the longest she was able to stick to it was a few months. And she asked me if I have any thoughts or ideas or insights how to actually make it stick, how to make it different this time. I definitely made several mistakes in the past in that regard as well. I made many attempts to start my workout routine and most of those attempts were not successful. I wasn't really able to stick to it for longer than four months in a row until about four years ago. And this is what I would like to tell you about today. Some key things that I think really helped me make it consistent. And what is important, it's not only about working out. It's not about only exercising. It can be applied to anything. Anything that you're struggling with, anything that you feel like it's important, but you just can't be consistent with it. You can use the same tips and tricks to apply to this situation or to your case. 
So I hope it's going to be very valuable, not just for that follower, but for all of you who are currently listening to this podcast. Before I actually describe all these three things that I want to talk about today, I wanted to point out one thing that I think is the most important. This is the foundation of it all. And here is what it is. We always find time for something that we find important. Listen to that again. We will always make time or find time for something that we feel, deeply believe is a true priority and something that we believe is really important. Sometimes we make those excuses, I don't have enough time or I'm too busy. But as you probably know from your own experience, sometimes these excuses work and sometimes they don't. Sometimes you will find time no matter how busy you are. And sometimes you will keep making those excuses. So the key thing here is to really understand where those excuses come from and how to overcome them. You can imagine this as a scale with two bowls. And on one bowl, there are all these things that are helping you proceed with these things. These are the things that will maybe make it more enjoyable, will make it more important, or some external force. Somebody's literally making you do it. It's hard to resist that, right? And on the other side of the scale, there are things that are not helping you. There are things that are preventing you from doing these things. It might be fear. It might be procrastination. It might be just lack of confidence. It might be something else. So basically what you need to do, you need to make sure that bowl that holds the things that make it more important is heavier than the other bowl. Once that happens, this is when you will find time. No matter how busy you are, you will make time for this specific thing. The reason I'm telling you this is because it's really related to working out in particular, and it is especially important when you're trying to be consistent with this thing, because it's easy to do something once. It's kind of easy to do something a few times, but in order to really stick to it for months and years, you have to make sure that bowl with value, with importance, is really heavy. And it took me years to really understand that. Those three things that I'm going to tell you about right now are all actually going to help you make that bowl heavier. Tip number one is about making it enjoyable. Making that activity that you want to be consistent with something that you are really looking forward to because you like doing it. You like the feeling of it and you like how you feel afterwards. Here is the thing. The mistake that many of us do, and I'm guilty of this mistake as well, especially with working out, when we are just starting, when we are starting on our own, when we don't know what we are doing, it's very easy to overdo it. I remember when it was my fifth attempt to start working out, I installed the fitness app and there were 30-minute workouts, which I would do at home. The only thing I could do is just follow the exercises that the trainer was showing on the app. And it was a pretty intense 30-minute workout. So as a result of those 30 minutes, I was dying. I was so exhausted. I was feeling like crap. If I was doing those workouts in the morning, I was literally dead for the rest of the day. And as you can imagine, it was really hard to look forward to something that was making me feel so terrible. I actually thought that this is how it's supposed to be. I never really thought that you can feel energized after the workout until I started working out with a trainer a few years later. I know some of you might still be hesitant to believe me, but yes, you can actually feel energized after an intensive workout. And this is the sign that you are doing it right. If you feel exhausted, out of energy, feel like you are dying after the workout, then you are overdoing it. And this is what I was doing. 
this is definitely something that is not going to help you make it consistent. Or another thing is, and it's also an example from my experience, a few years ago, I decided to start going to the gym, but I had no idea how to use equipment in the gym. I didn't know anybody in the gym. And when I was in the gym, I didn't know what to do, but I felt too embarrassed to ask the trainers that were there for assistance. So I was kind of doing something, but I felt like a newbie. I felt like I was the only person who had no idea what they were doing. Everybody else were jacked and fit and they were just having fun. And I was sitting there and I had literally no idea what I was doing. Again, it was making me feel very uncomfortable. It was very unsettling. So of course, I wasn't really looking forward to coming back to the gym because I wasn't looking forward to that experience of feeling that embarrassment and having that unsettling feeling again. But when I started working out with a trainer, both of these problems actually went away because one, he was able to guide me with the effort. He knew what effort I could sustain or which effort would be too much. So he helped me gradually evolve and gradually expand as a result of that, I was feeling like I can handle it and it made me feel good, but also I didn't feel beat up anymore. I could get in the car and drive home and feel fine after the workout, so it was much better. And also because he was guiding me in the gym and he was showing me how to use all the equipment, I felt much more confident. So the overall experience was much, much better. And that was one of the key things that really helped me stick to it, especially at the beginning, because I started enjoying the process. Especially with working out, it's hard to see immediate value. And it's going to lead me to my next tip, but just hear me out. You're going to lose weight instantly. You start working out today. You have to be consistent today, result of which you will see in six months or a year or five years. And it's very hard to do that. So that's why what you need to do is really make that whole experience more enjoyable. The second related tip is not just about making that experience enjoyable, but make it actually valuable. Find some non-fitness value in doing this workout, in exercising regularly. For example, I go for runs. I used to hate running. I, I used to suck at running. And now I can't really live without it because it's like a meditation for me. I don't go for runs necessarily because I want to lose weight, even though I know that it's going to help and it's going to help me stay fit and active. But honestly, the main reason why I look forward to my morning runs is because it just helps me clear my mind. It helps me reconnect with myself. It's my way to have some alone time. And as an introvert, I do need my alone time. And I'm constantly surrounded with people, whether it's work or family. So those 30 or 40 minute runs are one of those few moments when I can be just with myself. And I really value that time. It helps me really stress because while I'm there on the trail running, it's just me and the trail and the wind in my face. And it just feels so nice. It really clears my mind, especially if I know that I have some stressful day ahead or if I had stressful day the day before. Or even if I didn't sleep great, sometimes it helps me recharge, which is surprising because it's a physical activity, but it does. So I really value that mindfulness aspect of my runs. Another exercise that I practice regularly is strength training. And the reason I love that is because, honestly, it makes me feel bold and cool. Just being able to lift heavy weights is cool. And I like that feeling, that 
feeling of confidence that it gives me. Of course, it took me several years to build up for that. But as I said, if you do it gradually, then even if you do your first push-up or even if it's an assistant push-up or assisted pull-up, once you do it, you will feel good. It's not a fitness-related advantage. This value is something that you can feel immediately. That confidence that you gain is something that you can feel and use in your life immediately. I also love boxing. It's not a very common fitness class for women to take, but I do enjoy boxing. And I actually thank my trainer again for introducing me to boxing. He was the one suggesting it, and we started taking one-on-one lessons. It is also cool, and it's also bald. A few months ago, our whole family started going to the boxing gym. And what I love about it is the vibe in that gym. Those people who come to the boxing gym, they don't come there to show off. They come there to release stress, listen to some energizing music, punch the bag, and just be themselves. It's that authenticity. Those people are very honest, and everybody who comes there, they are absolutely amazing people. And I love that atmosphere. I love that vibe. So for me, loving boxing is not necessarily about, again, getting fitter or losing weight, which of course it helps with, but it's also about being around those people who I love being around. For you, try to find what is it in your life outside of fitness, outside of losing weight that is important to you. Maybe you feel like you don't hang out with your friends enough. So maybe going to the gym together or even going for a morning jog together if you live close enough can be a way to spend more time or can be the same with your partner. Maybe you, you go into the gym together is a way for you to spend more time together or with your kids. Or maybe it's the way for you to reconnect with yourself, with your thoughts, your ideas. Sometimes if I feel like I'm going to run out of business ideas soon, I go for a run and I always come back home with some fresh new ideas. Sometimes I listen to podcasts, sometimes I listen to music, sometimes I listen to guided runs. Maybe if you want to read more books or listen to more podcasts, but you don't have time, you can put your AirPods in turn on your favorite audiobook or podcast, and here you go. As an added benefit, you are also running and losing weight. So try to find that. What is it for yourself? What is your thing? What is really important for you that you would like to have more in your life? See how you can combine that need or that valuable, important thing with exercising. And choose what type of exercising works for you, because it might be Running, Pilates, straight training, crossfit, boxing, swimming. Find what works for you. There is no one size fits all. You might hate one type of exercise and you might fall in love with the other. Try it and see what works for you. And then the third important tip is around accountability. It's a tricky one because I always say that never ever you should fully rely on your accountability partner. If you wait for somebody to push you, and to force you to do something, then you're probably not finding this thing valuable enough already, and that is going to be a problem. Today or tomorrow or a month from now, you will fall off that track because internally you don't really see value in it. You just wait for somebody to grab your hand and make you do it. But if you are already finding it valuable, some additional friendly nudge can actually be helpful. As I said, one of the things, and I think it really helped me a lot, that allowed me to stay consistent was working out with a trainer, knowing that he is waiting for me at 4 p.m. in the gym three days a week, added that level of accountability, whether I was feeling tired or lazy or 
maybe I just wasn't feeling like working out, but I didn't feel comfortable texting him and saying, hey, let's cancel. So I would come to the gym and we would work out and never, ever I would regret coming and, and having my workout. This is actually another thing. What I have discovered is sometimes it's really hard to make yourself do it, but you will always be proud that you did it. Even if you did something easy, because sometimes you might be not feeling well, you might be recovering from cold. And in this case, if you're going to push hard, it's not really smart. It's kind of stupid. But what I try to do is when I'm recovering from cold, I try to do something simple, something easy. Instead of lifting heavy weights, which I know I don't have energy for, I will just do some conditional training, some stretching. I will do something because, again, it helps me move my body. It helps me stay active and it always makes me feel better as a result. And doing it with somebody helps a lot. When COVID started, me and my husband, we transformed our garage into a gym and we started working out together. That helped a lot as well because we were pushing each other. Whenever one of us was feeling like, oh, it's kind of getting late and we don't feel like it. But then the other one would, would be like, no, let's do it. We got to do it. For us supporting each other and nudging each, each other and forcing each other to do it has been really helpful. You should always know why you're doing this in the first place, just with yourself. You should always be able to answer the question, if it's just me, will I still do it and why? Once you have that answer, once you know why you're doing this, once you know how to make this experience enjoyable and how to make it valuable and ideally not just fitness-related value, but some other value that you can experience instantly, then adding that extra accountability will help you a lot. And if you have nobody to rely on, if you have nobody to help you, reach out to me. I would be happy to give you those friendly nudges in the back, virtual or maybe even physical if you live in Houston. Or you can always join Bravery Circle where it's not just me, but other members and we support each other for this exact reason. It's always easier to do something when you're doing this together with somebody else. As long as you know why, as long as you're clear on your why, having somebody by your side doing the same thing helps so much. So just to summarize, if you want to start a new habit, a new routine, and you want to be able to make it consistent, you need to start easy, start gradually, and make sure that you are enjoying the process, enjoying that activity, because if you hate the process, it's going to make it impossible for you to stick to it. There are some exceptions when at first you don't know what you're doing, you hate the process, but then you fall in love with this process. But in order to do that, the second tip comes in about finding that additional value in what you're doing. Like, as I said, if you want to start running, maybe it's going to be a meditation for you. It's going to be a way to reconnect with yourself. This is what you will start looking forward to, even though you might not like the feeling of soreness in your legs after the run. That's the tip number two, finding that value. Tip number three, which should come in this order specifically, it should be the third one. Find that extra accountability. Find somebody who you can do this together with, or you can ask them to check in on you regularly. What you can also do is just post on social media, start a challenge and help your Instagram or Twitter or Facebook followers support you and keep you accountable. Tell them, hey, starting today, I'm going to do this. So if I don't post daily on my progress or weekly, message me and tell me what's going on. This is going to help you too. And as I said, feel free to reach out to me. I would be more than happy to help you, to support you, to give you those friendly nudges in the back. And I always welcome you in the bravery circle when you're ready. Thank you so much for listening. 
I hope you found this episode useful. And as I said, in the show notes, there is a link to the form where you can submit your own question or topic or challenge that you would like me to answer in the future episodes of the podcast. Feel free to use it. I would absolutely love to record an episode for you. Okay? Thank you. And I will see you next week for the next episode. Bye-bye.